Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. The off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here, your host for this fine Tuesday evening in the sweltering state of Texas. It is ridiculously hot, but luckily our guests are just as hot this fine evening. Uh, Mr. Caleb Ramsey, it has been a long time since you've been on the show, but glad to have you back. How have you been? I've um, been been pretty pretty good, as the youth would say. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, you and know, I don't even so, know that. Yeah. So obviously, me being 36 now, I don't keep up with anybody. <laughs> that's easy too with with the facebook but yeah dude it's been a long time and you've been uh hit me up to come on the show and like i was just telling you i'm a truck driver normally a local truck driver but it like every week you ask me in a row i was in oklahoma or kansas escalates to be a regional truck driver um, yeah well (laughs) when there's an emergency and one of the big burly fat dudes messes up they're like hey we gotta go fix it and so I have to jump in the truck and go go out of town. But uh, and then I was I was mad because like you asked me to come to the show once I missed it. Brett Q was on. Yep. You know, and I'm just like man, and I was really bummed about that. But well, uh, like I'm here this, now. Yeah, I'm here is, now. This is a forum for for everybody. To be completely honest, you know, and that's like gives you guys, local Texas dudes, the chance to come in here and talk to all the fun dudes that are out there oh, in yeah. the industry. Talk about dirt bikes. Talk about some moto. Maybe even some other random stuff as it comes up. Obviously, I went skydiving. We'll talk about that a little bit, too. So, so cool. It'll be interesting. So, Seat Time is brought to you by the fine folks at Fly Racing. They just launched their new 2016 gear lineup. You can go check that out at flyracing.com. We will have Jason Thomas on a little bit later this evening. We're going to be talking with him specifically about some of the cool new features that they've added to the gear. Uh, some of the big things for me is the Evo 2, the new BOA system that they've implemented there. Uh, the evolution last year was really neat. They had some cool metal- uh, metallic magnetic features on it. But this year they've gone to the BOA system. So they've gone away from the magnets, which I liked. I liked the magnets. The BOA stuff's pretty cool. The Boa stuff I didn't know they were putting that yeah. on dirt bike. The BOA stuff things. is bitching. I, I remember when wow. the BOA stuff came into the mountain bike world and the snowboard world for boots and shoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I shit the bed. That stuff's awesome. Oh, like, yeah. So I can only imagine slipping a pair of those on and going, and then like, mm, it fits on that. It's like, I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah, that bow is the way to go. The ratchets, man. So now we're going to talk about it, but we don't know yet. One day we're going to know what yeah. it feels like. Yeah. And then we'll have that much more to talk about. So, of course, flyracing.com. Go check that out. We're going to talk about them a little bit more in the show. Um, Kinda Tire USA. So, kindatire.com is the URL for that. Obviously, some of the big stuff to talk about is the contest that we have. So, Kinda Training or Kinda TKO Training is the hashtag that you want to use. We'll talk about the contest a little bit more as that comes up. But, of course, the TKO. About a week and a half till that comes up. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be there. I'll be doing the amateur program again, racing on that. And then, of course, uh, documenting everything that goes on on Sunday. Super jealous. I've been wanting wanting to do that for a couple years now. I know Ishmael did pretty good last year. And uh, Troy would have done well too, but he, I'm not gonna yeah, say it. He yeah. pissed out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not gonna ride Sunday. Yeah, basically, like, Dude, what you happened, qualified. Right? You earned this spot. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm actually chasing, chasing the Torn series. Oh, is that a race weekend? Yeah, that is a race weekend. That so you like one of them all. Don't you have like a huge point lead or something? It doesn't make a difference. Actually, no. Oh, Cameron's well. beat. We've only had two races of Torn because they got canceled oh, from the, mon- the, the monsoon season, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and Cameron's actually leading. 
me. He's got three or four points on me. That's um, awesome. Well, that's good for you. I mean, it's good oh, for the yeah. fans because we get the race. Yeah, dice it up. Dice yeah. it up. But I, but I am leading Torx and TCCRA. We've had six or seven races of right. those. They haven't had near as many cancellations. But I'm going to make it to keep TKO because, you know, I did the Red Bull um, last man standing whenever oh, yeah, I was younger. Yeah. And that was awesome. And it was also terrible at the same time. Oh, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yep. So, and then the TKO, TKO is kind of, kind of the new last man standing. And I've been wanting to hit that up, and hopefully I'll be able to next year. I love some gnarly, gnarly hill climb action. Yeah, it's good time. So we're going to be covering that, give you a chance to be really jealous, but we'll talk about the contest that we have going on there. And definitely our uh, our last but not least sponsor for the show is Stillwell Performance. So you can learn more about those guys at stillwellperformance.com. Uh, big thing, we've talked with Alan Stillwell multiple times on the show, even before they were ever a sponsor and I've learned so much talking with that guy. So if you go back, listen to some of our archives, and you go, oh, you know what? I want to know about suspension for these kind of amateur hard enduros. We've got some segments on that. If you want to know about Colorado suspension settings, we've got segments on that. If you have a segment, you know, maybe you want to talk about desert, right in the desert, what we should do for that, anything like that, definitely reach out either to Alan or ourselves, and we can get you, Alan, on the show, and we can kind of discuss that and get you some key pointers or you can go to stillwellperformance.com email alan get set up do your rider interview send him your suspension get it back and bob's your uncle you're going to have some badass off-road suspension that's the way i would suggest that you do it if nothing else just tell them that seat time sent you and we'll have a good time doing it so Thank you to everybody who shows their support for Seat Time. If you're one of those people that, you know, maybe you've got sponsors, you've got other people that you can't support some of our sponsors directly, that's okay. Everybody's got their own setup when it comes to the world. But one, a couple ways that you can help support Seat Time specifically is um, we do now have, have a little shop section on the website. So you can go to the website, look for shop. We're going to be adding a couple small things there. You've seen the drop catch we've talked about before. New koozies, that'll be up there. And then, of course, the UKLC see a little link that says, support seat time shop amazon click that little link it's just going to take you to amazon and anything that you purchase on amazon we just get a little bit of a kickback from that um so that's that's nothing that doesn't cost you anything extra everything's exactly the same as it would be if you bought through amazon it's just go to the seat time site first click that button and that way we get a small small percentage of that obviously the more that happens the better in the long run helps out the show and we get more technology to help you guys have a better show of course amazon is way too easy these days like i bought i bought everything (laughs) some crap today two clicks 25 dollars it's like Two clicks. I mean, that's too easy. And you're like, come to my house. Okay. Thank yeah. You. I mean, it's everything. And soon it'll be safe. there in two hours. Oh no, I don't know about that stuff. I have, I'm leery about the two hours. I mean, next thing we know, we're gonna have drones dropping packages in our yard. Sure hope so. Come on. Sure hope so. Okay. This is this is a FAA issue here now. <laughs> getting, that's our getting worried. That's our that's our Wednesday night show. Uh, <laughs> Thursday night's the adult oriented show, but Wednesday is when we'd like to talk drones and FAA and things that sound way more technical than we probably actually know what we're talking about. Um, we do have a chat room, so tlk.io slash seat time if you want to get in on the discussion. Uh, seat time adventures, definitely go check that out. Adventures.seattime.co. That's something new and fun. Lots of teasers coming there. We will have a new one coming up on Friday. I mentioned the koozies and drop catch, so check those out on the site. Photo epics, oh, that's one thing I'm excited for with TKO is to get another chance to do another photo epic. You got some good shots from last year. Some yeah? Some real good ones. I appreciate that. Some, some like real high quality You're like, in your face. like, why is this in the magazine? I mean, it shows how stuck the riders actually are. You know why? Extremely Because I was stuck with them <laughs> in the fucking mud. They're... It it, there, it it sucks that I didn't get this picture, but there was actually a time where uh, there was a gentleman 
that was helping me. He actually was like holding an umbrella for me. Like he he offered. I didn't ask. I was like all huddled, covering my camera, and he was nice enough to do that. And so I'm trying to like kind of stay with him as he's helping me. But we're on a slick, nasty, steep downhill, and I slip. Foot goes out from underneath me. I just slide all the way down my back, holding my camera in the air to make sure it doesn't hit the ground. And I slide right underneath Caleb Russell's bike. Like literally, like Whoa. my feet go under his bike, and I'm looking up, and Caleb Russell just looks down. <laughs> and I see the hate, anger, and determination to get the fuck out of those woods in his eyes. Like he, it was just like I was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, he was, was running. He was running top top three. He was it? doing okay for a while, but it was honestly once it got wet, eh, it was downhill for him. Really? Yeah, okay. That's yeah. where he struggled a lot. Was when it got really wet last year. That's funny. I did not. He's know not even that, coming back man. this year. So really? That tells you anything. Yeah. Well, if there's know, a weekend he wants off, he said it's this one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going to happen so we're going to talk a little bit about johnny walker a little bit and then some work stuff so johnny walker coming over to the states to race tko that's going to be wicked cool but before we do that what the heck else has been going on you said you've been racing torx racing torn racing tccra that's a lot of busy man busy man been driving been uh been how's your over the top game though i mean like do you guys practice your uh your your arm wrestling while you're driving the 18 wheelers what's the name of that movie yeah over the top Oh, you're oh, like it is over the t- it was you, Rock you're Sylvester like, Stallone. You're like 25, 26. I remember Sylvester Stallone. Might be old enough, Stephen. And then he's got he's got. <laughs> I think that's the problem. He's just driving down the road. And he's, he's got the weight like, rack. Ah! He's yeah. got the weight rack, and he's like <laughs> extremely low BMI truck driver. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I remember much. that was that was that was good. No, no, I don't. Do you I, get invited to any competitions like that? Dude, I mean, wrestling, dude, specifically because they want to beat you. I've I seen figured? too many YouTubes of people just like snap and just. <laughs> And I no, I don't arm wrestle anymore. I used to anymore. It's like yeah, anymore. Arm wrestling back in the day. Yeah, I'm champion school. of our gym class. No man, just in and out of truck stops, you know, and just doing my doing Little. my thing. Just I'm up. Time to go down. What? No, no. He's, he's, it's these man. Caffeine pills. I don't know what that means. Caffeine, caffeine pills. Just lot lizards. Slot, slot lizards. You're mixing mixing categories here. <laughs> slot lizards, man. Oh man. And no, yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, I'm really busy. Um, we got ten race weekends coming up like uh, in a row. Yeah, Ooh. we're we're into into October. Is it a lot of makeups? I guess from earlier in the year. A couple of makeups, and then yeah, we're doing, and then a lot of double headers too, because I. You know, Torx is kind of follows. Uh, they're the South Texas Off Road Series, and they do. Uh, Gil does a fantastic job. They do awesome job running it. But they kind of, you know, kind of mimic the Work Series. Okay. And so they have two pro races, and I think Works is like a two moto format, right? Yeah, they've kind of changed it up a lot, and it's gone back to a one moto format. It's a one moto format. Yeah. No, okay, so so Torx is still doing two motos, but it's two separate pro races. So they have Pro Saturday and have Pro Sunday, and and kind of like my long time goal is to win every off road series in Texas. So so Torx is the last one, you know, right. the, of the of the four, and so we're doing all the Saturdays. So and we've already had two or three double headers. So we go down to Torx, you know, go down like Houston. I race at four. We're on the podium at six thirty. Off the box at seven. You see how confident that was. And I'm then on the podium at six thirty. Well, I'm just saying, I'm like, well, what happened? Okay. <laughs> and so then we're hauling butt back up north. Get to a hotel at one a.m. Wake up at six. Do practice and then race. You know, torn or TCCRA Sunday morning. So 
the double headers have been a lot of fun um but it, it does take a toll on you but you know i think we're i don't know probably end up doing like 27 28 off-road races this year Ooh, buddy but I, I can't get enough man i've been riding pro for 10 years and i just can't get enough man this is this is awesome you know how many here. years i've been riding pro you yeah well you run no no you rode eight eight in uh and then enduros yeah yeah so you got like a you got like a weird rate fraction you got like a three quarter or five eighths and then like a half here and like you, see how he tries to church it up for me folks church it up. You were in the class, okay? Yeah, oh, I was officially class. elevated to the class, and I was like, what are y'all doing? This is retarded. <laughs> I like to have fun on Saturday. Drink beer. I know. Oh, well, there went that idea. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, that's cool. I'm glad that you've been racing dirt bikes. I've been trying to even ride. Uh, we did Sea Time Adventures in Colorado, so obviously... So jealous of that, yeah, too. Dude, those were epic, epic, epic days of riding there. But coming back, just trying to get life back on track. We had Liam's birthday party on Saturday, and then on Sunday... Uh, I got a chance to go skydiving for the first time. So that Very was nice. wicked cool. Very um, nice. And I think Steven actually has a little bit of video for us. Oh, we're gonna go us. we're gonna go to that? We're gonna go to I it. I think we are. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Something for me, Greg. Just a slight bit. That's working. That's working, actually. We'll see you guys on the outside, all right? Maybe. Looking out the plane, looking out the plane. So this is our camera guy getting out the plane. That's me, extremely, extremely feeling vulnerable, vulnerable, strapped to Frank, my dude. It was awesome. He and looks course, confident. Oh, we fly like, out the plane. He's like, I'm go to arch, go you. to arch. I was like, oh, buddy, I'm arching. I'm arching as much as I can. Pelvic <laughs> thrust. There it is. He pretty much tossed you out of there. Yeah, buddy. So look at my mustache. You look How like awesome the red... The Red Baron. You really do. I mean, obviously blue, but, you know, you get the idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So a couple of 360s here. Yeah. And he's like, oh, look at the altitude. Oh, shit. There's 60 seconds of free fall. We need to pull this thing before we die. What was funny is everybody else was like, oh, yeah, I knew right when he was going to pull the chute. I had no fucking clue. So he pulls it, and all of a sudden, I was like, like there it is. It's like a, oh, I like how they slow that down so yeah. it doesn't show it shows just the, how violent of a jar it is. It shows the moose knuckle that gets created from the fucking leg holsters just tightening on your junk. That is that is pretty cool. That was the one thing I asked Frank. I was like, well, what's a big deal? Like, once you get your shit together and stuff, and you kind of maybe you do this for a living, or not for a living, but, you know, it's a bigger hobby. And he said, well, one of the biggest differences is when you get your own gear. He's like, because when you get your own gear, it all fits so much properly, so much more proper, so you don't get all the weird tight spots. And Sound, stuff. Sounds like you've been looking at a wingsuit. No. Start doing the, some uh, are perimeter flying. There are years and years. There are, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of jumps to ever get to a point where you can be a wingsuit. Thousand? I thought it was like... 500 or something. No, no. Wingsuits are still big. Wingsuits are way harder than they look. Well, they look so easy, just like Supercross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Supercross looks you, totally Obviously, easy. it flows that smooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, but it, yeah. They're just like <laughs> floating, right? So, yeah. We've been, we've watched a couple of those videos, man. That is, that is a fantastic stuff. That is, it's an adrenaline rush watching those guys do wingsuits. So I can I mean, only imagine what it would be to do. I like have nightmares, life. but they're just like that. But they're, they're living it. Like, <laughs> yeah, some of them aren't living it anymore, unfortunately. So Ooh, that's, that's too, a big, yeah. Too soon, too soon. Um, but yeah, skydiving was bitching. Got a chance awesome. to do that with some good friends of ours, Rick Nolan, who's actually been on the show before after not Rick's a cool 2013 guy. Uh, TKO. Super quiet guy. I don't think he said anything the entire time. 
Uh, and then Eric Middaw, who helps out with uh, some of the different, I think, TCCRAs on one of the staff members and stuff like that. So good dirt bike adrenaline junkie friends getting a chance to do more dirt yes, sir. adrenaline junkie type-esque stuff. So we're going to talk about the TKO a little bit coming up in about a week and a half. Now, before we talk, go totally in, Kinda TKO training. So that is the hashtag that you need to be using to get yourself a chance to hashtag. win some Kinda Equilibrium tires for the event. They'll be delivered. We're going to pick that, the winner, next Tuesday, live on the show and announce them then. And the tires will be there for you with Mike Tosh at the event on that Friday. So you can pick them up then, put them on the bike if you choose to do so. We would obviously appreciate that. You get a chance to compete on some of the Equilibrium tires. But if you already have a pair or you've got other stuff that you want to run, sell these, give them to a friend, you know, don't sell them. Don't be a dick. But now on those Equilibrium tires, is that still the same deal? If you wear them on Saturday, you can't compete on Sunday? Is that the whole deal? I thought if you run a trials tire, so, like and, and you, this is and honestly, this and is a sticky. This is a sticking point for me too. I, I can tell you, I honestly don't know yet. Um, okay. So um, the equilibrium is that kind of that hybrid tire, right? Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. It's yeah. Cause... Not. It's not a. It's not a trials tire. It's it's specifically built to be that kind of hybrid between a trials tire and a full on like knobby, and it's a sticky compound. Right. Okay. So that, uh, now that's, here, that's here's, good, here's my here's yeah. my quick assumption. Kinda is the main title sponsor. <laughs> Kinda is going to want people to run their hybrid tire in an event that they're the main sponsor of. Yes, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that sounds like marketing one hundred and one to me. Sounds like a conflict so, of interest, right? So, if, if somebody <laughs> says that you can't run the Equilibrium tire, they probably haven't talked to people that are actually in charge. Well, yeah, yeah. You're I, right, I would you're say, right. again, honestly, I don't know. That's my marketing one hundred and one class assumption. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. That that. You know, they kind of go either way. We'll yeah. find yeah. out. So Since can, emails, so people can try on. to make a stick point about that, but honestly, it's I I, just, I really doubt it because of that in itself. It's like it's Kinda's tire. They've been really pushing it for the past two years, and it's meant to be that hybrid kind of yeah. tire. Yeah, um, that's specifically designed for these events. Yeah. Um, I might so. have to look at the new rule book. Might have a little change in it or something. Yeah, we'll, I don't know. We'll little, pen, little penciled in spot that looks like it's been Xeroxed Scratched. a couple times. That's okay. So, yeah. So, use the hashtag KindaTKO training when you're posting pictures to Instagram, possibly this week, this weekend, and we'll announce the winner next week. So, one of the cool things about the TKO is obviously that it's grown since 2012. It's grown a lot, a lot, a lot. I've heard more um, and more news about it. I exactly. didn't even hear about it in 2012, and then last year I heard more, and then or the year before I heard more, and last year I heard a lot about it. Yeah, now I know it's, we had a huge. We had twenty people come from Texas up there. Yeah, yeah, I heard about the, the whole Texas gang. No, again, I was doing something stupid, probably in Ohio or I don't know, probably driving somewhere. No telling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But. So it's gotten so big, or Cody Webb has gotten so dominant at this event that Johnny Walker is coming. It's it's the one of the gnarlier. I don't know. Is there a gnarlier uh, extreme enduro race over well, here? Got, than... so we've got the the last dog standing in on the on the west coast in California. That the Prairie Dogs put on. That's a oh pretty, yeah that, that's yeah. Gnarly. I saw some videos uh, of uh, it's, people it's, tossing their bikes. It's got a lot of west coast terrain. Where you know at the TKO, you can they have the ability for a lot of tree run type single track. Now, granted, some of the trails out there that we ride on for the TKO, they feel like they might be a double track, but they're very they're very overgrown. So it, at the same time, they, yeah. you know, it's not gonna it's not tight 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 single track, but it is a single track trail that you're riding on that sometimes does widen out to a much wider 
space, mainly because there's so many rocks. People go 20 feet to try to mm-hmm. look for <laughs> try to look for a trail. Uh, and then, of course, the tough like RAR just happened uh, up in Pennsylvania with the 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 RAR group up there. That's new this year. Yeah, I, didn't, I haven't heard um, about that. Ozarka 100 uh, is in Arkansas. Yeah, so I know about those. We've got a Ozark, couple, yeah. a couple more, but what? I mean, they're starting to happen. We're starting to get more. Well, I mean, there's a lot of hype events, coming so. from Europe, and I mean, they've had the Erzberg Rodeo yeah. going for years. Everybody knows about that, you know, and that's you know one of the premier gnarly. You know things going on, you know. So I mean, then they got the extreme enduro circuit and all that. So I mean, um, but yeah, I guess I mean, would you call this the premier? Um, it's extreme. I think that that's a really interesting question. Um, I mean, I kind of from having been to it, I would probably call it. But here's the problem: is I haven't been to stuff on the West Coast, and I haven't been to like the Tough Like Raw or the Ozarka 100. So I, I can't say that this is this is the premiere. It feels like it's the premiere one. Well, you had Russell there, you had the best. Baylor there, um, Brown was there, Webb. I mean, you yeah. know, you have all those heavy hitters. I, yeah, I would say that last year that they got that it was obviously drawing in a lot of people. But then last year they had the Enduro Cross come into the East Coast for the first time in a long time to Atlanta, and so a lot of people came over that week early and were able to compete at the TKO. That wouldn't have typically competed the TKO because mm, they were coming in town. That's a good point. That's a good point. Games. Yeah. So last, but that helped. That kind of stuff helps because that kind of publicity. So obviously, it's continued to continue mm-hmm. to gain that. So, are we going to see Johnny Walker come over and completely dominate and go? Oh well, that's why it seems like our guys don't do that well in Europe because Europe's just that much more gnarly. Or is his lack of ability to come over and adjust to you know? To jet lag, to the food, to, to training, to the heat and humidity, Ooh, to all that's that kind of That's a good point, because like, it's going to be, it, more than likely, it's going to be hot. And it's gonna, no, where does he hang out? It's England? It's hot I don't, and humid. Yeah, where, where does he hang Muggy. out? England? Yeah, so, I mean, UK this is France. a big deal. Like, you know, when Roxon came over, this is a big deal, adjusting, you know, to, to the heat and humidity. Yeah. So, so, yeah. That's, that's, I took were, the biggest thing is, like, what's the biggest difference for Walker in the States? I, I, wet jet lag, number one, because he's coming in the 13th. Races for them in the 15th and 16th, or they're on the 15th. That's what I was asking so you about. Like, I thought he'd come over earlier. He's coming on on the 13th. Right. So with that, it's kind of like, what? That's a big deal, yeah. My battery's about to die on this thing. This is Uh-oh. retarded. Uh-oh. Um, let me see if I can save this up. But so, and then, of course, with jet lag, all that kind of stuff, right? So <sighs> then food. He's going to come over. He's going to be here quickly. He's probably not going to sleep that great the first night. Then he's going to be hungry at weird times, like all kinds of stuff. Does he know what to eat? Is he going to have people with him that kind of know how to help him find food, like in the food that he's used it's to like eating? like GMOs, right. sugar. Uh, yeah. Throw can can I handle all this? McDonald's, fuck yeah, I want it. <laughs> I want it in my face. Uh, event format. <laughs> um, with the TKO kind of format, you know, since he's a professional, he's going to come in and only have to do the hot lap. So he'll have the hot lap. He can ride fast, you know. Seeing him compete against guys like oh, Graham yeah. Jarvis and Tadjo Bazuziak, like he can ride fast um, for short distances and for long distances. So I don't think that's going to be an issue for him in the TKO format, where they start to get a little bit more head to head, start to get you know bang a little bit more bars. They're still going fast. They're going a little bit longer though this time. Um, I, I honestly, I don't think he's going to have too many issues there. The only the, I, so I don't think the format is it, for these guys at this level. I don't think the format changes much for them. No, I mean mm-hmm. it, it is a different layout, you know, but than what they're used to. But everybody's, you know, doing the same, you know. So I think it kind of levels it. But yeah, no, you're exactly right. I didn't think about that as much. But the jet lag and then the food—that's a big deal. I can blows my mind. He's not coming over sooner, sooner you know. Yeah, really um, does. But but I, I mean, I don't know. You said the weather. I think yeah. I, honestly, I think the jet lag plus the weather is gonna just knock knock him on his ass. 
Um, we'll see how gnarly this dude is. Yeah, this because dude. that's what that's the lesson that Cody Webb learned. That he went over to do the first super enduro, and I think he went over like a day or two before the event, and just was dead. Like he was he was dead for days afterwards, just because his body was so so off. Yeah, um, I mean jet lag's a serious thing when you're going to the other side of the planet. Now if you're flying, you know, here to Colorado, it's like you have no excuses. But right. but going across going across the planet like that just that's yeah that's a huge game changer. So yeah, dude, that'd be really interesting. Yeah, and Cody. I don't know. I think we'll have a good battle. Cody's been dominating like oh, a mother. We'll have a good, we'll have a good battle. Like a but I think Cody Webb's his biggest threat for sure. Oh, um, yeah. Dominating the TKO the past couple years. Um, and then doing really... But he's challenged against him at the Super Enduros and stuff. So I think he kind of knows Walker a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a good battle. Oh, yeah. Especially if it rains, though. That's where it could totally be... Like, they haven't rained in the forecast? Well, I guess... But it, it seems to rain there every year in the later in the afternoon, um, and it that's where Webb always shines. And I wonder if that's. But then Johnny Walker's from the UK; it's always wet there. Oh yeah, so I'm slick mossy like, rocks. If it rains, that it's just those two, those two guys like just head to head the whole time, like you know. I don't know, man. It could be interesting. Yes, it could be sir. Interesting. All right. Well, as we kind of close this up, let's uh, text uh, Mr. Mr. Jason Thomas and see if we can get him up because then my computer is going to die and then I'm going to go completely off of memory and we're going to see what happens. Um, so, but it, what's cool is Johnny Walker has won all of the hard enduros that he's entered so far. So really, yep. He now he, he they did have the shared tie at Erzberg at the Red Bull Hard Hair Scramble, but other than that, he's won all the other ones. So Hell's Gate, tough one. Um, and now Romaniacs, and then he's got, what is it, uh, Sea to Sky and Megawatt, which is the Teddy Bazuziak, um, the Teddy Bazuziak hard enduro that they started last year. So oh, I hadn't heard of that one. Yeah. Megawatt? So, yeah, Megawatt. Yeah, Ooh. it's a much smaller one, but it's in it's in Teddy Bazuziak's hometown. Um, really? In Poland, yeah. Oh, so if he can win those two, think about that. Like, he would win That's, all of them. Kind of the gnarliest dude yeah. on earth. And he said what he wanted to do is he wanted to... He wanted to, you know, beat uh, Graham Jarvis. So interesting. All right, sounds like we're gonna do this. Let's put these things on. Okay. Be okay. Good for a few, he says. Is he on? Hello. Hey. Hello. How's it going? What's up, dude? Sorry about that. Our uh, our call-in process is nowhere near as professional as what Steve Mathis has set up. So you know, <laughs> that's all right. We, we just make it work. We just make it work. So uh, where, you're you're traveling. You're tra- are you traveling for work or traveling for pleasure? No. Work. Just uh, trying to wrap up this 2016 launch. So just uh, kind of towards the end of it, anyway. Right on, man. Well, then we'll 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 we'll, we'll catch it easy with you. Um, it, the, the, right. the, the gear that you guys released at Washougal looks absolutely phenomenal. What I think is awesome is that you guys, every single year, I would say for about the past two years, have found some cool new niche to really to really grow your line with. And I think fabrics was a really cool thing you guys did a couple years ago. Last year, some of the magnets that you guys used. Now, that seems stupid, but on my Evolution 1 gear, they worked awesome. And then this year, you guys are pulling out the BOA closure system on the Evolution 2.0 gear. Uh, so how did how do you guys keep coming up with these really fantastic ideas on how to innovate your gear? Well, we have some really smart people uh, you know, downstairs in the design so I can't take too much credit on that end, but uh, no, I think uh, communication is a huge. So we try to stay all involved, and in, and even with our pro rider side, um, you know, the uh, 
it really came from uh, Andrew Short and his trainer, Seiji. Uh, that was kind of their baby. And obviously, we saw it through, um, but they kind of brought the idea to us and, and presented us with an idea for our uh, project. So, um, you know, it's stuff like that where you never really know where you're going to get your innovation from. You just try to kind of listen to different ideas. And, and a lot of them never will see the light of day. Um, but then every once in a while, you find one that really does make sense and one that uh, will, you know, end up in a store one day. Right. Now, I can only imagine that you've worn the Evo 2.0 gear with the BOA closure system, right? Absolutely, yeah. And is it is it magic? I mean, do you just feel so secure? Um, you know what? It really is. It comes down to being able to fine-tune the fit more than anything. Uh, you know, we like to say micro-adjustability. Uh, that's kind of a BOA catchphrase, but... Really, the, the biggest thing I've seen is with uh, guys that really like, you know, say if they're like a 33 or a 31 size pant, uh, you really have the ability with this BOA system to kind of create that out of a, a standard 32 or 34. So uh, each little click is is an adjustment in itself, and it's just uh, really can get the, the most true fit of any, you know, any pant out there worldwide. Fantastic. And then one of the things, too, I noticed is it seems like you guys kind of I, you guys always play with colorways, but you guys kind of came out with a new bit of a square logo on some of the Evo gear too. I mean, is that another kind of thing that you guys are working towards of kind of change? Is that a, you know, changing kind of the the brand logo just a little bit? You know, as that evolves. Uh, I guess? Yeah, we play around with a lot of things, and obviously the design team down there is always uh, you know messing around with all kinds of things, and most of them, you know, like same thing with with a lot of our ideas, they never really ever make it to a production item, yeah. but. Uh, just trying to keep it fresh and keep, uh, you know, keep people coming into the store and seeing what's new. And every year you want to kind of change the game up. You know, the last thing you want is to for your stuff to be flat or stale. So, um, you know, the the square look is really for kind of brand recognition. Uh, when when guys are on the track, we obviously want them to be able to see what and read what kind of gear it is, and that box kind of brings attention to the logo. I agree. I agree. That's that's why I use duct tape and make a square around my crotch. <laughs> there you go and i'm like yeah there you go gotta <laughs> yeah you gotta highlight your attributes <laughs> well well i don't know I, I might call it attributes other people would call them detrimental <laughs> to their health but uh, we'll just go with attributes trying to give you the benefit of the doubt i appreciate that mr thomas i appreciate it. everybody my, people need to be more like mr thomas you know that caleb i reckon but, yeah come on come on so um and then i like the patrol xc line so is this is this does the patrol line in what it was not exist anymore, or are we looking at the patrol XC line as kind of a, a next step from the outer pants, booty, baggier kind of clothing? Yeah, it's basically just in addition to the patrol line. Uh, you know, obviously the patrol all stayed the same for 2016. Uh, we just wanted to offer something that was kind of the next step up from that. Uh, it was it's an in the boot version versus an over the boot version in the pant, and it's a little bit a uh, little bit next level. Something you could race in. Uh, and actually, you could race kind of uh, off-road and motocross in it. So it does a little bit of everything. And all of the ideas from the XC line, we kind of stole from different lines. And it's almost like this Frankenstein-type line where we you know, we have all these great ideas that uh, we wanted to uh, build one line, one line out of. So uh, it's something exciting for us. It's something we've never done. And uh, you know, we look to kind of improve it as you go on. I'm surprised that they don't have little zip-off pants for the for the lower legs is that is that not coming back uh well that's on the actual normal patrol line um so in this uh the in the boot version it's a little bit more racy than that uh yeah. we, we <laughs> it 
a little bit more the the standard like motocross style. You know, it's interesting though. I like the idea of the pants having or these pants as well, still keeping the the side pockets. Um, there, there's times like that when you're maybe going for a longer trail ride that you don't want to put on your your big ass backpack um, to carry some extra stuff just because it doesn't fit in your normal water bladder. You know. So I like the yep. idea that maybe you just kind of, oh, I could stick with gel or a bar or something in here and just still use my kind of regular old bladder. That's one of the things that caught me. Now, the pads, we've noticed, too, like in a long, like back in the day, you would have seen jerseys with kind of the, 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 the pads built into the arms. You don't really see that as much anymore, but I noticed you guys have, have worked that into these, these patrol jerseys. Is that something that we kind of see in this adventure market? Well, it's really more for, uh, you know, riding an off-road, like a lot of single track. Um, and I really didn't have a lot of experience until I moved to Idaho, but man, single track, if you don't have any kind of padding in your sleeves and shoulders, the tree branches, they'll, they'll beat the hell out of you, to be honest with you. So, yeah. um, it, we wanted stars. to add a little bit of, yeah, we wanted to add a little bit of protection there and, uh, just make it a little bit more single track inducive. Uh, and then the pockets on the back, you know, we don't, I've never really seen anything out there, you know, on the market that has pockets in the back like that. Uh, you know, it's kind of bicycle inspired. Um, but obviously anything with, uh, you know, motocross style gear doesn't really have any storage. So, uh, like I said, it's a hybrid of a lot of things, you know, it'll, it'll do motocross, uh, it has all the stretch panels and all the, the, uh, features that allow, you know, good motocross equipment, but then it has storage and it has all this, uh, you know, single track padding and stuff for an off-road, off-road set of gear. So it does a lot of things well, and it's something that you could kind of cross back and forth between different uh, disciplines of riding and it's going to work. Hell Yeah. Yeah, when was the last time, Caleb, that you wore a jersey with pads on? I mean, granted, I, I, I'm for it. You know, I get it, and I like it, and I fall enough that I could use it for sure. Yeah, so, I'm thinking like whenever I was a kid right. on minis. So it's, I mean, it's, it's early two thousand. Kind, of kind of coming back, and, and, and that was really nice too. I don't, I never really thought about that, but I mean, you know, that's just a little extra yep. for whenever you're cruising down some dry slick on your elbows and on your knees, you know. <laughs> Which is a regular. You guys know me all too well. <laughs> you know that I'm going to be on my ass going. I, mean, I, I want pads. I mean, really, like how often do you have road rash on your arms? Like a lot. Yep. You all know? the damn time. So I mean, yeah, no, that's all a great idea. All the damn idea. time. So last bit, um, you guys have pushed uh, ride life, uh, and, and I was going to use the word hard, but honestly, I wouldn't say that. I was, I would say well. You guys have pushed ride life extremely well, and I love the fact that you guys have taken this so much larger than just. We make motocross gear. Um, so, you know, we've kind of got like the brand slogan up here, you know, Ride Life, and it's got the whole little dialogue and stuff. But, you know, as, as somebody who's an employee of Fly, kind of tell me what Ride Life means to you and how it can kind of help help some of us understand the brand a little bit better. Well, really, uh, the you know, the genesis of this whole ad campaign was, you know, kind of uh, began with the real um, creation of a real marketing department for Fly. And uh, our marketing director is a guy named Jackson Esselman, who has been with the company for a long time. Uh, but we really wanted to get a little bit more organized as far as how we did our advertisements and get a little bit more uniform in our message. And for us, it's always been about passion, about riding. Uh, you know, everyone, pretty much everyone in the company rides in some way, form, shape or another. Uh, so we really wanted to kind of get that out there and let everyone know kind of what we were about, that it really was about riding dirt bikes, you know, whether you're out riding off-road or you're racing you know hardcore on the weekends or you're you know former pro like myself or you've just been around your whole life and never even raced before you've just ridden off-road your entire life so 
Um, it really all comes back to that central message of riding dirt bikes and, and having fun with it. Um, everyone can kind of relate to that same message of the family side of it, growing up riding dirt bikes and being around it, whether you are racing or just having fun camping and riding on the weekends or whatever your, uh, kind of, you know, path was to, to riding dirt bikes. We can all share that same kind of feeling of growing up around it and, and just being excited to, you know, throw your leg over the bike and go riding. Hell yeah. Well, well, well put, sir. Well I know. Put. <laughs> I think you've been working on this for a while, and I'm glad you have because it sounded very professional. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were a dirt bike racer. You sound like a like a <laughs> trained college degree salesman, man. Like, <laughs> been doing well, your homework, bro. you know bro. what? I've, I have some, uh, some smart people trying to teach me around here how to do it, so. There's one thing you notice about Mr. Thomas, though, is that you listen to him talk, especially a lot on the Paul Mech show and some of the stuff that he puts out in Racer X. He's got his shit together mentally. A lot more than a lot of other people does, so I like the way that he kind of phrases things, if you will. He's very, so I'm very gonna, well thought out. I'm going to assume you can count your concussions on, like, one hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I, I think I didn't go fast enough at times, which was kind of a detriment to my career, but now that I'm done racing, I'm probably you know, fortunate that I didn't go faster. Right. That's funny how many ca- count your concussions on one hand. Uh, well, I, like I mean... <laughs> I mean, I mean, not to offend anybody out there, but I mean, for real though. I mean, there's some people out there that <laughs> yeah, they, they some, yeah. some washed up guys that you know. You once know. you have more than once you have more than you can count in your hands, you know it should be. Yeah, you're like a like a retired football player, <laughs> yep. man. It's All right, so bad. before we let you go, obviously, thank you very much for spending some time with us. But oh, no at, at the at the at the release party there. You know, in some of the pictures yeah. we saw in Racer X and stuff like that, it looked like there might have been some uh, some drinking going on. Was there anybody that made an absolute awesomeness person out of themselves uh, at the evening, or were there any good stories? You know what? Nothing got too crazy because it was, uh, you know, we kind of restricted it to the media because, it, you know, we, it was pretty expensive um, well, to, bet. you know, have that many people there and rent the bar and all that stuff. Um and with Washugal starting so early the next morning, I think everyone kept it pretty under control. Uh, I know that, you know, all of our employees and marketing staff and everyone, we all had a great time because we've been working so hard to really get to that point. And, and, you know, the hard work, I don't want to say it was over, but we were kind of there. The gear was done. It was, you know, sitting in the warehouse and catalog was finished. And, you know, it was time to really get this thing fired up. So we were having a great time. And obviously, we were really, really excited with how the line turned out and, and be to show everyone uh, kind of, you know, the hard work that's gone into it. So it was, uh, it was obviously a launch party, but it was also kind of a celebration of, you know, getting to that point and, and being ready to, to showcase this gear to the world. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. We have the same thing at work, man. And whenever we have a huge, huge, huge website launch, it's like, fuck yes. But it's really like 90% of it because there's still the maintenance aspect of everything that goes behind that. You still got more shit to do, but that main big push is done and that always just feels so good. So congratulations on all the awesome work. I look forward to, uh, you know, chatting with Dale a little bit more, getting to try some of the gear yeah. out, and uh, having a lot of fun with it. So we appreciate your time. Yeah, man, absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity, and, uh, you know, thanks for bringing me on. Hell yeah, dude. Take it easy. We'll chat soon. All right, see you guys. Later. Bye. Um, I don't think he could have seen me, but... No, no. that, that might have been the fastest guest we've ever had on before, but I know that <laughs> Jason quick. Thomas said he was traveling for business and he didn't have much time, so that was kind of why. I, I kind of wanted to, to treat it like that, to just keep it really quick so it didn't get to a point where we were holding him up. How, how so. long has he been, I don't know, retired? Because he was racing XC2. Three or four. Oop, different Not, Jason Thomas. 
This what? is the motocross Jason Thomas, not the not the New Zealander. Not the Australia? New Zealander. Oh shit, he's gonna hate me. UK. Woohoo. Uh how many concussions have you had? Dude, I mean Jason Thomas. I didn't know there was a Jason Thomas in the in the moto in world. The, in the moto world, but he said former pro, so I was like, oh okay, that's Jason Thomas. I'm thinking of. Oh okay, yeah, no. So he he raced. Uh, so the BTO sports team, right? Way back that in the day, Jason Thomas, that was the Butler brothers. Okay, and he raced for the Butler brothers like back when it was like the three Bs or whatever, like racing team and stuff. Like okay, that. And so all right. Even throughout his career, he was racing through those guys. Then, as that as his kind of career kind of you know started to wind its way down, he stopped racing a lot. Then he started helping that team grow and, and getting kind of their feet wet into becoming a larger team. And then he got then he got in at Fly, and then he pro- I think he probably you know they're sponsored by Fly, so right, it probably helped right, the relationship. Yeah. And now he's a, he's a very very crucial member of of kind of that fly marketing okay, team and, yeah, and, okay, and getting yeah. sales and distribution stuff like that. All so right, right. obviously, and then it's huge member of the pulp mx uh, radio show fun guy to listen to so duh all right yeah i'm like closed-minded in my little off-road bubble over here just we try to do our best to talk about (laughs) everything but hey you know no absolutely absolutely so all right so what's what's next on the agenda i don't know what else you want to talk about what else we got okay huge news huge news dirt bikes and and tidal waves oh pipe dreams <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> so i like remember whenever like i was a kid and whenever you're in i don't know your 20s uh watching crusty demons of dirt right right and like you're like oh i don't know a dirt bike could go across a pond and like you put a sand paddle on a 500 and it totally can and so they're doing that in the 90s and it's just like nobody's really done it and then boom robbie madison's on a freaking tidal wave not tidal wave it's not the right word just a big it, wave it was close it was a big it was wave close. it was a big wave <laughs> but anyways uh, i saw that sand paddle on there you know and they got the little the kind little of the skis i guess ski yeah so just a little something extra that helps so you just you know because you, you kind of like get to top speed and you just kind of like slow down you know you can't keep your speed up um whenever you're hydroplaning normally but <laughs> Anyways, I think this is just like crapped everybody's mind that didn't know is remotely possible to hydroplane on a dirt bike and you throw some skis on there and what do you know? You're on a wave. Like I, I want to know the testing of that. Like, what was the testing like for that kind of shit? I mean, I, it seems like a just kind of a go for it kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Robin how many seems, bikes did they sink? Way too calculated to, well, to do that. Do, do you like see that just... picture of the barge that they had out there? I didn't see a picture of the barge. Dude, it was crazy. They had this barge. Well, I call it a barge. It was probably like 50, 40 feet by kayak. like 20 feet. Like, <laughs> but they had, like barge, a, they had like a ramp on it that like went down. So I don't know if he like started oh, out on so to get him out in yeah, open water. So in the edit, they make it look like he's just riding in all these spots. Well, in the movies, in the, not everything right. is what it so seems like. They Brian. use that barge to get him up to speed so that they could make the shots. I'm and thinking they edit it all together. I'm, th- so I'm thinking like so. I mean, yeah, because he's probably a good ways out there. And to get over the waves, I'm sure that would have sunk him. But like my thinking is, like, how many bikes did they sink? Well, they had, so if you notice while he's riding, it looked like it was a jacket strapped to the very front of the bike, like around the gas tank. Yeah, that must have been a big balloon. That was, uh, I think, yeah, those were were safety devices that were essentially like, if the bike either sunk to, sunk so far, or like, you know, went so much time without somebody putting in a device that those would go off. 
and to bring the bike up to the top. There's okay, a couple pictures sense. you can find online of them hoisting the bike out of the water with those safety devices. Oh, really? Deployed. So yeah. it went Quite down. a few times it went, it went down. Okay. Easily, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's naive of me to think. Like one shot. No. You know, bike Ooh. never went. <laughs> it's in the bottom of some reef. Right well, what's now. funny is so Cameron Steele, when they did the Rip to Cabo 2014, mm-hmm. um, he decided that they needed to cross a channel in, in their little in, endeavor around the peninsula. And so what they did is they put a bunch of bikes in like little pontoon boats and brought them across this channel, right? Okay. Everything went fine. There's like 40 bikes, though. The last pontoon goes sinks because of a wave. And so they lost like five bikes at the bottom of the Cortez Sea, and they had to use the helicopter to like fly over and like figure out where the bikes were so that they could go and pull them up. So I find that picture of Riley Madison's bike with a little safety, the, the whatever they are, and I like posted on Cameron Steele's page. I was like, you need to figure out what these safety devices are if you plan on crossing any more channels in the near future. <laughs> like, Holy so cow. they work, they work. Wow, but yeah, yeah, like you can do stupid shit with bikes and oceans. Well, well, not until this point. You can now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's next? That's that's nuts. But yeah, no, I really got a kick out of the video. You know, this, the innovation. Just, you know, I guess he's really just doing things that you wouldn't think of now. I guess that's his new thing. Before it was jumping long distances. Now it's doing things that you would never think of, like hitting a ski jump. Literally, or, pipe dreams. Like things that a, just... Riding a freaking pipe. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. So I think love that. It's really weird though. Like they have that one shot where all the surfers and he goes by and they all kind of look at him like surprised. They genuinely look surprised when he went by, and I'm like, that almost seems like a dick move. Like if you're gonna yeah, be out there, for, no, like no. I mean, he's got to be booking it at like 45, 50 miles an hour to like keep up above the water, even with the skis. Yeah. What's um? So like, if they don't know he's coming and like that he's that fucking close, like no, no, that that that's like that. That get that gets you beat up on the beach. Like, what's that movie with that one dude and he's FBI? Uh, and... Point Break. Yes, Point Break. Yeah, you know the oh, like the. Sorry, I'm terrible with naming movies. Anyway, so yeah, he gets beat up in like one of the, like the first part of the movie. Yeah, that Maddo should have got beaten up by Maybe the he lo- did. by the by the locals by a chick. They must have paid him off. Yeah, I'm sorry, I almost killed you. Here's some money. I saw this release. We're Red Bull on TV. <laughs> Here's a red bull. But it was really neat. I like the way what I like about what those guys do is they put a whole thing behind it. Like they had a huge release party. They had all the yeah. film. You know, they have all the behind the scenes about it. It's not deal. just like a little bit of a video. Check it out, and the video is cool. You know, but eh, they let it die. These guys have a clue. These guys do have a clue what they're doing when it comes to marketing, and I love it. I love the way that they're so forward thinking and learn how to kind of like. You know, encapsulate the entire entire it's message. Next so. level. I mean, Red Bull's on it, dude. Yeah. They're doing some crazy stuff. You know, and DC shoes. They're definitely putting Defy convention money in the right places. I'd say, yeah, for sure. You know, it's, I didn't even know what that. I didn't know what DC shoes stood for. I think until a couple of years ago, like five or six years ago, when I think I saw a poster that said Defy Convention, and it was just like light bulb. Like, oh no shit. Oh, okay, that stands for something. Uh, <laughs> Had no clue. Yeah, thank you. I learn something every day. There you go. Yeah, watch seat time, people. You learn shit. I know it, man. I know it. Yeah. So, Stephen, I see that you have uh, pulled up the seat time day one teaser over there. Did you want to play that? Gonna play that? Yeah, teaser. We could close out with that. We could close out with what time? Okay. Is it? 
you made me happy. We covered all the good stuff, you know. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm you guys drank two beers. Two. That's allowed. No. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. not. I just I had a. I just wasn't feeling good earlier this week, and the last thing I want to do with TKO coming up is wind up, you know, just not getting back to 100. percent Yeah. So I never thought I'd see the day that I'm sitting on your couch drinking beer and you're not. And I'm not. This is this is odd. Apologies. It, no, Apologies. I mean, it didn't throw off too bad of a weird vibe, but almost. Would it be weirder if I had pants off and not had a beer? Ooh. No, 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 no beer still still, <laughs> still weird. Pants or no pants, yeah. you're not having a beer. This yeah. is fucked up. <laughs> All right, so teaser? Yeah, teaser, teaser. Say? Yeah, I love put, me some put teasers. Your, put All your right. deal in All so right, you can hear it. Put these back on. Yeah. Love me the teaser. So, adventures.seatime.co if you want to learn more about our adventure. This is day one teaser. Day two teaser will be out this Friday and so forth and so on until we get the edit done. When's the release party? I don't know yet. <laughs> 411 dry, 45 minutes, 7 miles. Wet, 2 hours. Have the cameras on because it's going to be good. <laughs> Went over some stuff that I can't quite describe, but uh, pretty cool trails and uh, got a good trail master, Wayne Cooper and Scott. It's going to be pretty technical. Get your big bull panties on. Yes, so light and short. Like I said, these kind of are teasers, just uh, something quick for people to digest. Get out there, kind of put some information going on as things happen. But yeah, we had a great time, man. Four days of riding. We've already started talking a little bit about what could be next year. Do we go back to the same place? Do we move on forward? I have heard um, uh, Moab has actually come up multiple A lot of people times. talk about Moab, so, but... You know. I've ridden mountain bikes and dirt bikes out there, and it's awesome for all of it. Really? So. Really? Okay, see, I've only been to Taylor Park, but you know, I'd move there in a heartbeat if I could. And that place is amazing. I was super bummed again that I uh, didn't get to make it up there with y'all. We were in... Uh, doing some family stuff that weekend so but you know next year probably just gonna quit my job and live up there for two or three months that's that's my game plan right now we'll see how that goes but uh you know um so you know i'll be living in a cave over there y'all just come by and we'll go right what we were at in holt's guest ranch was not much beyond a cave where was it at we (laughs) who's we were staying at holt's guest ranch yeah there's like uh it's just off by the it's off a bit from the it's about a mile away from the trading post there and uh, okay, we were yeah. in Boy's Trailer, which is a trailer from the 70s. Nothing has been touched from the 70s. The, the coffee pot was from the 70s. Uh, it was it duct-taped floors, like so the, the old linoleum floors, like where it had ripped. And then water had gotten in and rotted out the boards. Oh, nice. Instead of actually That's like nice pulling touch. everything up and like fixing the boards, they just duct taped the linoleum it, tile right together. So that way when you stepped on it, you still felt it squish. But you didn't fall through. Man, why? 
I'll take a tent that over the... That costs money up I'll t- there. I'll take a tent over the Ratchet Inn any day of the week, man. That, <laughs> well, that like, the reason why, why we did this out? is because I was with the family. Like, So we had my wife and oh, the kids and all that kind okay, of stuff. And my parents okay. were in the RV next to us in the cabin and stuff. So dad was with Stephen and his dad and all them with the UTVs all day helping... Uh, riding around yeah your mobile camera crew that and like then, that man that's the way they yeah. do it it really is so, meet, meet us here meet us well here, next year it's going to be you know once once there's more once there's more time for more logistics and you know more people to be involved we're going to be much bigger much better and we'll have a, a legitimate crew to work with steven so absolutely man we count count me in like i said i'm gonna be living there Right on. Hopefully, well, <laughs> for sure. all July and August, you'll be living there a day before we all get there for Seat Time Adventures yeah. 2.0. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah. So no, we we had the to be honest with you, we had to choose between a cruise and going to Colorado this year, and so we're like, oh, let's go to Mexico and Rotan. So. I've never I've never been on a cruise. Uh, good what? Time? I've never been on a cruise. That's like the one weird thing I haven't done. If you eat a lot, it's a place for you. If you drink a lot, not so much. It's really expensive, but you know, I it's they, amazing. Are they not all inclusive on cruise? Well, they have all inclusive, but most of them are just like you can eat whatever you want, but we're going to charge you for drinks. <sighs> so that's kind of the normal gig, you know. So so we'll just wait. I much until... rather drink everything and then eat when I need to versus eat everything and then drink when i need like right yeah it's kind of the other way around but we, we figure we'll just drink whenever we're on when we're in mexico and in rotan you know try to find some cheap bars or whatever i don't know but right you know we're, we got a lot of activities so, so what was the know. how many days was it a, a six day seven days oh, wow. seven days six night and then was it like a, like a new place each time or was it literally like i think we'll have uh we'll we'll be at three different ports so, but we'll so we'll be in the ocean, you know, the other four days. Um, just kind of like, you know, two days to get there, port, 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 day back, some kind of thing, something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds so, like math. You gotta work on the tan, you know, mm. lay out. But, you know, I do got my priorities straight, though. We got a room right under the gym. So, gym's just like right there. So, got, you know, <laughs> am on vacation yeah, but work on your tan yeah because when we come back gym tan and laundry what is it G- gtl gtl so whenever we port on saturday we got to jump in the fiesta drive six hours straight to a uh tccra so we got a tccra so ride practice next yeah, morning you better not drink like you're on vacation oh well you the last two days you start throwing down water you know i got i got a system it works. <laughs> it got a system that works. It works. <laughs> it works. So, yeah. Cruise. A lot of fun. That'll be fun. One day I'll get to go on one. But win. for now, I'm more excited about seeing the rest of your video. That looks awesome. Thanks. Shredding Colorado is always scenic, no matter where you are. It's, that was, it's that was scenic. what I had forgot, because it's been a long time since I've ridden Colorado, and that was what I forgot. It's like it doesn't make a difference what trail you're on or where you're at, no, even yeah. if it's raining, if it's storming, or whatever. Even if you're dying for breath, you just look over and you're like, fuck. It's oh, a yeah. Texas. It's and so Texas. many stories, you know, like, you know, like one time when me and one of my buddies, we climbed a mountain, you know, crest it. And on the other side, there's a thunderstorm coming. So we're like, oh, crap. So next thing we know, we're going downhill as fast as we can in hail and lightning striking around us. And we're on top of a mountain. And it's about... 50 mile an hour went. Yeah, this, this craziness happens. There's always craziness. Oh, your bike broke 20 miles down a trail. and you, it, it, It's nuts. It's nuts. Taylor Park's 
awesome. Yep. So you got a lot of good stories and you got a lot of good, it looks like you got a good video coming out of that. Man, excited to see it. It'll be a good time. Yeah, it's going to take us a little bit just because we've got so much footage and we've just got real life and everything else in the way. But uh, that's the plan. It's kind of keep putting out a little bit of teasers every week until we can get a chance to finalize the full video. So very nice. It'll probably be about three more, three or four more weeks. Probably about a month, unfortunately. But that's just what it is. Next year, if we're paid to do it, it'll be done in a week, and everybody can suck it. Hey, there you go. There You're paid is. to do it. All we'll right. see. All we'll right. see. All right. So thank you for paying attention to Sea Time. This has been episode one seventy six. Again, remember we are brought to you by Fly Racing uh, at flyracing.com. Of course, uh, Kinda Tire USA at kindatire.com and then Stillwell Performance at stillwellperformance.com. Please go support them. If you would like to support us, easy ways to do it. Remember to subscribe to everything that we have. Become friends with us, like us, tweet us, just, you know, whatever with us. And then, of course, you can shop through Amazon off of our seat or off the Seat Time website, and that just gives us a little bit of a kickback. Two clicks. Two clicks. Two clicks. Two clicks. All it takes. That's Amazon's new slogan, thanks to Caleb Bradley. <laughs> Too two easy. Two clicks. Two, two clicks. clicks. Too easy. Two clicks. Too easy. <laughs> that's, like, that's it. That's like it. The buy now feature. Uh huh. Yeah. Just bam. Done. So there it is. So of course we are on the Facebooks. We are on the Twitters. We're on the Instagrams. We're all on over those kind of fa- things. Just find us, like us, tweet us, whatever you want to do. It will be a good time. Of course, remember to go to the website. Uh, look for the new shop tab. Uh, I believe the drop catch piece is on there now. We'll be adding the koozies a little bit later. And, of course, we'll be at TKO. So get ready to do that. Kenda TKO Training. Use the hashtag. We will see you next week as we have Cody Webb and a couple other guys on as we get ready for the TKO. Peace. See ya. Haley, beer me. <laughs>